podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on the podcast. It's the Simon Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, The XU's Views. And like to say, joining me today is Robin Jones. Hello, Robin. How are you? Hi, Michael. Hi. Yeah, well, thank you. Yourself? Very good. Thank you. So we've had a bit of a, a few connection issues, so hopefully we're going to keep hold of you for the whole the whole interview. So um, <laughs> it could be the shortest one ever, but never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll press on. So it's just a really a little chat about your time at Sutton and um, casting the memory back for all those many, many years ago and completely different life back then. What were your, so how, how did your signing for Dutton come about? What were your, your how, how did that happen? Why did you join us? Uh, I guess it's a bit of a roundabout story really, Mike. Um, uh, um, um, Barry Williams was the manager obviously at the time and, and he, I think, uh, I think, uh, was linked up or had a university friend. So this goes back even further than just my time at Sutton. So Barry used to know this guy called um, Colin Jones. They went to university together at Loughborough, I think. So I knew uh, Colin really kind of from my experiences like in North Wales football where I was at the time. And when I moved down, because I, um, I got a job uh, like in the DHSS at the time, as it was, working for the civil service out in uh, Peckham, like of all places. Uh, you know, so that was an experience, you know, from you know, semi-rural North Wales to come down to you know, South East London. But that was the link, and he recommended me. So then I got in touch with Sutton, really through him. And this was pretty late 1986, October, November 86, I think. And, uh, you know, so that was the initial link. And then into Barry and then into Sutton and, uh, you know, stayed until 89. Left in 89 uh, because I left to go and do um, a doctorate in America, actually, um, which yeah. was really kind of short notice. And, you yeah, know, that's another story. But then I rejoined for about three months in 92. And I only came three months because I left to go to um, Hendon at the time. Barry yeah. had gone to Hendon. And uh, I was living in North London and uh, Barry was sacked after about kind of six months from there. So it probably <laughs> wasn't the best move. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I had great affinity and loyalty with Barry, actually. You know, I'm there for Sutton. Yeah. 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 He's very connected with Sutton. Um, my dad keeps telling me he played games for Hendon. Um, I didn't believe him because um, there was him and a, a, a good friend of his that I didn't I didn't really connect at the time because I was quite young. A really good friend of his, Tony Greenish. 
Oh and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I remember. He was Tony from the pub. Um, yeah, yeah, and I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he played football until one day I opened up a Panini sticker album and there's his face grinning back at me. Like, yeah. And yep. then they used to say that they used That's to play. Place. <laughs> they used to play Gaelic football a lot together. Wow. Okay. Um, and then they played apparently at Hendon under fake names because um, you weren't allowed back in those days to play Gaelic and soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I never actually believed half the stories they said, but then. After I flew past, some other thing came to light, and I'm like, oh, maybe that was true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, nice, yeah. whenever I hear hens, I'm like, oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll find a connection there. Um, but obviously, there's in that time period, there's some some quite major highlights. <laughs> so, what was your your sort of memories from your time at Sutton? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I sort of knew that you were going to ask this question. And I, <laughs> and I was thinking, well, yeah, obviously the big games, because we had a yeah. couple of really wonderful uh, uh, um, cup runs, one in 88 and one in 89. Uh, but what I remember, I think, what I recall most about those kind of three years I had a certain those in three years, was just that we had a lot of fun. Um, uh, characters on and off the field. Um we generally had a good, uh, uh, like a good linking, a connection. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I re- you know, really sort of remember the most. Even looking forward to going down on wet Thursday nights and you know, so training around the back at Gander Green Inn as we used to do, we, yeah. you know, with one kind of floodlight basically, and all you could see was kind of shadows and silhouettes. <laughs> It, and, not, you know, and not being early to go through the dog, the dog poo patrol. And... Yeah, <laughs> but it was still fun. Well, you know, yeah, in winter, of course, it, you, know, you couldn't even see the ground. You couldn't even yeah. see the ball at times, especially when you're looking into the light. But it, but, but it was, uh, you know, there was something about the club as a whole, and it was very welcoming, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I was very, very much an outsider. But it was very, very welcoming, and, you know, so... Yeah, that's what I remember, I think, kind of most of all. And, you know, like I was down for the last kind of home game, like of last season. Oh, right. You know, you know unfortunately, you know, that we lost as such. Uh, but it was, it was as if, uh, you know, that kind of feeling, you know, of being welcomed back in, you know, was, you know, was still there. You know, yeah. like in the people, the old boys were there, Curly Rogers, you know, Rainsy, um, uh, um, Trevor Roffey was, uh, um, yeah, Mike Cornwell. You know, so there was about four or five of us there, and and it was it was really nice and really yeah. enjoyed myself. Yeah, it's great. And you've been you've been back for some of the sort of vet games of you? Uh, yes, a, oh, like a few years ago. Uh, yeah, not not in the last. I don't think it's, yeah, I'm sure there's been one yeah, in COVID, obviously. But yeah, I came for. Uh, I can't remember the last one actually, Mike, but it was about sort of five, six years ago. Yeah. Barry was still there then. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that yeah, was no, good. And we had like an overnight stay for one of them as well, which was good fun. Yeah. I've, I've heard several times that um, as everyone's got into the dressing room, even sort of after all these years, all the, all the old bands from Patrick's just straight away. <laughs> it is, and it's odd, you know, because you sit in the same spot as you used to do <laughs> as a player. You on wouldn't the, any, 
You wouldn't Same anymore. bench. Yeah. It's, it's, I know, but, you know, you just automatically went there like everybody did. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was surreal. Yeah. Um, so, aside from the, obviously, the camaraderie and, 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 and the fun, what, yeah. what was your favourite memory? So, again, obviously, there's the big games. Um, yeah. But what was your sort of standout memories from your time at Sutton? Jeez, uh, you know, I don't have many. <laughs> I mean, on the field, um, a Peterborough away, I think, was was the was the standout result. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, excuse me, which was one of the uh, um, cup runs. It, it was uh, it was the eighty eight eighty nine one, I think. Yeah. You know, so winning away, like, is always something a bit special. You know, like even in you know, like in the national league as was, you know, the Golder league as it was when we yeah. were there. Um, you know, so winning away was a big thing, but going there, I think, uh, nobody really expected us uh, to do very much, but, and it wasn't as if it was a lucky win because we deserved the win. And, you know, I, you know, I remember thinking on the way back, yeah, okay, now that's something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on, on to the cup runs, I've said many times on, on this show that I, I missed the Coventry game because I was too nice. <laughs> well, all the papers at the time, because obviously yeah. that, that, when that draw was made, all the papers were full of how Sutton had um, got to the same stage and played Middlesbrough the year before. That's right, yeah. Um, I was quite young. Um, I had hair back then. And, <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> we, so I was kind of of the thing of, oh, well, this, this kind of thing must happen every year. What's, yeah. what's the big deal? Um, so, yeah, I left that other... Fans get their, their tickets. I hope everyone appreciates it. Um, and I didn't take one. Um, but during those couple of years, what 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 was so so good about the cup runs? I mean, what was what what made us win those games? Because I mean, the, the, the Middlesbrough game. I know we didn't win that, but to get to that stage and, and draw with a, a good Middlesbrough side, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously a, a huge win against Coventry. Yeah. Um, well, what made it so sort of special, that team, for you? Oh, just, you know, you're looking for a silver bullet here, I think. Like, <laughs> I think it was an amalgamation of many things, right time, right place, uh, you know, these kind of things. But Barry and Wally, I think, you know, you've got to look at those two and, you know, the atmosphere that they established at the club. You know, they obviously, you know, ha- you know had been there for a while, you know, had worked with, uh, you know, that squad largely. Uh, um, obviously, I arrived late to that squad, but it was, uh, as I said, it, it was, uh, you know, like it was edgy, like in some ways, and we had some steel attached uh, to us as well. Uh, uh, you know, Nigel at the back. Uh, um, who was um, Phil Dawson in midfield. You know, you know, they were well able to actually look after themselves as well. Uh, uh, um, Tony Reigns at left back was was you know, was immense in lots of ways, mm-hmm. and I think he was the embodiment of Sutton for me. Really, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, something about him has authority about it, you know, a calmness about it as well. But you know, with ability, you know. So we fed off that. I think we fed off each other a lot, but we had a lot of fun. We actually enjoyed yeah. it, you know. So. Um, you know, we knew that you know that we didn't. 
you know, the salaries weren't the highest at Sutton. How can I put it that way? <laughs> you know, everybody knew that, yes, which I thought was quite ironic when I came down because I thought, oh, okay, the leafy lanes of Surrey, you know, the affluence, there must be yeah. loads of dosh here. <laughs> and obviously it wasn't, but, uh, but we were rich in other ways and we sort of realized it and therefore, yeah. you know, we weren't searching for anything else. Uh, yeah. So it, it was an amalgamation of all of those things and more, I'm sure, that, uh, you know, but it was, you know, it was a lovely kind of 18 months, a couple of years when, you know, when the spotlight was on us as a consequence of FA Cup runs. I yeah. wish we had done more in the league, though. <laughs> that will come later. Yeah. <laughs> so, on, on to the game. I mean, yeah. you, you would have spoken to Jeff about it over the last sort of 30 odd years. <laughs> um, but what was it like? I mean, I, I used to, um, as a kid, I, I was born and raised in Kilburn, North London. Oh, yeah. Oh. And Phil Regis had gone to the same school that I went to. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was an absolute hero. Um, what was it like sort of lining up in that little tunnel next to the college you know, you played? You know, I don't remember much about the game. I, okay. you know, I honestly don't. Uh, one of the things that I do remember, and, you know, and I'll never forget, was after about sort of five minutes or maybe eight minutes, I was thinking, I hope my second wind arrives pretty soon. <laughs> and it never did. <laughs> all, all I re- not just all I remember, but I remember just feeling absolutely weary and heavy, just out of breath all the time, and just really kind of fearful of actually leaving my zone. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, I, <laughs> I used to like to go forwards, and I wasn't always able to, but I used to like to do that. But in this game was, I there's no way I'm going to venture out of this zone because. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get back in time. Yeah. I was just a feeling of, uh, you know, relief when it was over. It wasn't so much enjoyment as just, as just, you know, it was the emotional outpouring. It was the relief. It was, it was, uh, I'm just kind of feeling ill afterwards, you know, <laughs> and one pint of lager. I thought, oh my God, that'll do for me. <laughs> but, really? You know, retrospectively, when you look back and you think, wow, it was a great time. And, you know, Sunday morning when it's all over, you know, the news of the world and all that sort of stuff. But I don't remember that much about the game. You know, like a few little incidents, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got some photographs about the game, which are, incidentally, you know, like I'm in the spare bedroom this morning, like, and they're up behind me. Uh, There we go. (laughs) You know. Conveniently placed. Yeah, so I still live it. I still live the game. (laughs) Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I've literally been mentioning it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, pleased to meet you. I've played in this conference again. Um, and obviously it gets replayed every single year. Um, yes. And yes. so it keeps fresh. I mean, to, to anyone sort of not around the time, obviously Coventry has fallen on hard times. Uh, yep. But at the time they had, they were the cup holders minus one. That's right. So they'd won it the previous year. And I think that year they finished third or something. Something like that. They were yeah. very, very high, yes. So yeah. they were doing really, really well and they had some excellent players and, and they yeah. did. Um, yes, <laughs> they did. Um, but then we had the the Norwich match. Yes. Which was, <laughs> I'd say, probably a bit more realistic with um, the team that we had. But yes. story. some of the players they had at the time have, went on to have some great careers. Um, but how how was that whole sort of experience? I uh, uh, yeah ahead of the Norwich game, the, uh, the, 
uh, that I um, I picked up an infection overnight actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I had to have an injection, quite a you know like a heavy injection. Um, is it my face? And believe it or not, I think I some shaving cuts. So you know, so I remember that, and uh, and it was you know swollen a bit and all this sort of thing, and you know so, but you know, putting that aside, you know, we were about and. I'm not sure really, Mike, when they scored their first goal, but I've, maybe it was about after 25 minutes, like something like that. And I think we didn't need to lose, uh, what, 8 0 in the end. We yeah. didn't have to do that. I think it was, it was yeah, 3 0 half time. Mm-hmm. And maybe that we should have just have kind of focused up kind of staying in the game and seeing if we could have got something. You know, we didn't have much of the ball, you know, for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. But, but, but we, we stayed quite loose and it didn't have to be 8-0, I think. And that, you know, it grinds me a little bit that we lost that 8-0. Yeah, because the earlier results was obviously, kind of, you know, kind of such, you know, yeah. such an earthquake. You know, uh, and then we've got that to kind of follow it up with. I still feel a little... Um, yeah, we weren't that bad and they weren't that good. They were very good on the day yeah. because they gave um, us a lot of respect. But they weren't that good and we weren't that bad. And that, yeah. you know, that grinds a little bit with me. Yeah. I think, obviously, looking back, um, they, them putting out a, a good side and absolutely going for it mm. was the respect because of the Coventry match and they were absolutely yeah. going, no, no, this is not happening to us. Um, yeah. I do remember that they um, applauded us off Afterwards, how, how was I that? Can't, I can't remember. I was, I was just, uh, I was disappointed. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was my overall thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Still. I wasn't in it for that kind of experience. Yeah. You know. No. Uh, but it, the state, I mean, we'll, we'll leave there. But playing was that one of the biggest stadiums you played in, or? Yes. Yeah, I. Probably think there was about twenty five thousand and twenty eight thousand. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, it's the biggest um, crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I played in a few larger, you know, kind of stadiums, but uh, people rattling around in them, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Excellent. Um, so here's a double question, and it might be the same person. Um, who who do you think was the best player you played with at Sutton, and who was your best mate? Oh no, that's that's. Really, <laughs> I mean, how do you? Uh, so who who did who you was sort best of look on at? the ball? Who had best? Yeah. Or, or who was the best organizer? Who was you know? Yeah. You know, we all had these you know, sort of different attributes and you know <laughs> things like who the best goal? You know, who scored the most goals? Yeah. It doesn't mean the best goal score. Uh, you know, the, yeah, that's a. Who, yeah, who, was, who was the one if you were in trouble question. you thought I'm giving I'm giving the ball to Oh that's Abel that's easy okay. yeah <laughs> and, and, you know like I was lucky in a way because I played behind Abel and I had this I had this I think it was an unwritten one although I did mention it a couple of times I said look you know I'll look after you so don't worry about your defending as much but you make sure you're available when I get it <laughs> it was a kind of a deal yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so Definitely just not give the ball to Lenny. 
the important rules. That was that <laughs> was a rule that we all had. Yeah, yeah. We knew we was going to break down on him, so it was. Are we ready for a counter attack? <laughs> um, and who was kind of like your your best mate? Who was the one you were always getting in trouble with? Um, I was close with Lenny actually. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he yeah you know, he became a godfather to you know, to one of my kids. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, um, I was close with Lenny, um, but uh, you know we all had, you know, we all had kind of friendships and and you know like it was like a network of friendships rather than your kids. Yeah. So it didn't really exist, and that was part of the strength that I mentioned earlier. I think. Yeah, you you mentioned um, Tony's authority. Um, I did another yeah. one of these with um, Matt Gray, who played with us. Um, a few years after you, yeah, yeah. and um, he mentioned one night falling out of a, a nightclub and hailing a taxi, and there was Tony going, "Get in." Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about the supporters? Do you, do you remember any supporters who were particularly um, supportive or negative? Because obviously, playing on a fullback, <laughs> you would you would be hearing. I was near the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, not negative. Uh, you know, and I've uh, played in other places, in four other clubs, uh, uh, where I haven't had the same reception. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, like everyone was really supportive of Sutton, which you know, which was part of the whole the whole kind of family stroke atmosphere. <laughs> even though you know, I don't like that analogy of families because I don't know a family is absolutely functional, but. <laughs> But uh, you know, you get to know what I mean—that it was a very supportive environment. You know. Yeah, I mean, for for, for me, it, one one of the things is um, people tend, tend to be as friendly as you want them to be. Um, so I tend to go and just watch the game and leave off. Ever since I've been doing this, is a bit more yeah, 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 chit chat. Yeah. Um, but one thing I've noticed is an awful lot of players still stay in touch and yeah. um, r- remember their time at Sutton and, and they, there's got to be a reason for that and it is the whole atmosphere. Why do you think that is, Mike? Because, you know, you're there now, um, you live it, you it, you know you know about the history as well as the, as the current. There's, there's, there's a big connection all the way down. Um, so last year, which was a great season, obviously, um, it was... Strange talking to other people um, from league clubs, going, well, "What's going on at Sutton? This is all a bit weird." And I'm like, mm. "What's going on at Sutton is everyone kind of knows each other, and the chair, the, the message from the chairman, the, the board, the chairman, the manager, the staff, the players, the fans is the same message. It's, there, there's no anyone here going, "Well, this is what I want." No, this is what I want. Everyone is pulling in the mm. same direction, mm. and it's the same message. And it obviously helps that the chairman and most of the board are long-term. Support yeah. club, um, yes, which indeed. Yeah, yeah. Other clubs don't have that, mm. um, but yeah, it's, it's just the, back in the old days. I'd be sitting there going, "Oh, the men in the blazers and blah blah blah, and mm. um, no ambition." But then, as you see what happens with other clubs with the ambition, and they oh, that's right. Right yeah. and drop, you're like, actually, they they know what they're doing. <laughs> they're, mm. they're very sensible, and they're looking after the club for the next twenty years, not the next. 20 months. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you get a little bit more appreciative of that as you get older, I think. Um, yeah. Is, at least. Um, yeah, absolutely, because I've been a bit of a nomad. I've been a bit of a football nomad, like in lots of ways. Uh, mm-hmm. I played in America, you know, like in New Zealand. 
coached, uh, you know, like in New Zealand, you know, like in Wales, etc. And I actually worked it out the other day that I've, you know, I've had 18 football clubs when I've oh, you know, played or coached. Wow. That's a lot, isn't it? But I still regard Sutton like as my club. Yeah. Isn't that strange? <laughs> it's very, yeah, it is. Just, and it's, I've had other people say, yeah, they can be away and then come back, like you said, come back for a game and have people recognising them and go, well, how the hell do you recognise me <laughs> after all these years? What's, what's that all about? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I, I love saying it's a weird little wonderful club. Um, mm. <laughs> because it's, it's a bit odd, but actually it, that's what makes it wonderful. Is yeah. Um, and the colours unique colours colours love it it annoys so many people <laughs> <laughs> and then the story we found out that apparently the story behind it is because they were the cheapest available caps at the time um, and um, so they, when they made the new club they went to get new caps and it's expensive yeah, yeah. and he went well, you can have these ones they're cheap and it was like there we go, that's Sutton from the day yeah. one. We're going to be doing it on the cheapest yeah. as possible. Um, so, here's, here's one you may or not <laughs> like. So, are there any stories from the training ground or dressing room or, or nights out that passing of time has allowed you to now share? <laughs> um. You don't have to name names. You're welcome to name names, but you don't have to name names. I, mean, I was there for such a, a relatively short window that anybody, you know, the, you know, any experience I recount, you can probably, like, immediately put names to, to be honest. <laughs> and I remember we uh, we were on a trip to Jersey once. We went a couple of times. Uh, I'm not sure who had the link with Jersey, but, but we went over to play. And invariably we had a round of golf and this sort of thing and we were going around in kind of threes and fours and all this sort of, you know, kind of some, you know, some were really good players, you know, and some like me were, were just hacking around and stuff. But I remember the, uh, of a par three somewhere and, uh, and the guys were just leaving the green and we were just, you know, warming up with some of these practice wings as such. And, uh, and I can't remember Rasik and who it was. But uh, yeah, had his shot, and it was really near the flag. He ended up really near the flag, I, uh, about 180 yards, let's say that, 100, really near the flag. You know, <laughs> the rest of us were just around about the green, so he was he was really happy, and he was giving it the large and all this sort of thing. So eventually, we arrive on the green, and of course, the earlier group had lifted the flag up from the hole and actually kind of speared it in. To another part of the green altogether. So, and of course, you know, so they were watching kind of from behind the, you know, the bunker or the trees, having a really good laugh. And uh, it, was, it was pretty fun. I don't know what the groundsman thought at the end of it. No, I have no idea. But delighted. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it's you to be there at the time, but it was, it was pretty funny. Was there money on this as well? I don't know. I think it must have been uh, a Paul Rogers or Phil Dawson. It, it, had, it had to be one of those two. You know, yeah, they were behind most of the bad stuff going on. Um, you alluded to this one earlier. Um, do you feel that the club or the team underachieved, overachieved, or was about right during your time at Sutton? So you kind of mentioned the league earlier. Yeah, I, I. Uh, Easy with hindsight, isn't it, Mike? I think we underachieved in the league. I think mm-hmm. we should have done 
more and better. Um, and it's odd. Uh, I had three really good FA Cup runs, two with some, mm-hmm. but I never got anywhere, anywhere at all with the FA Trophy. <laughs> and I thought, uh, you know, like I thought we should have gone further with it. Well, I, yeah, I hoped we would have gone further with that, especially, you know, because Sutton had some history with that too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I joined, I thought, oh, I wonder, I wonder, you know, but that never, you know, never happened. But um, I think in my first season, we we might have ended kind of sixth, maybe seventh or something like this. And, you know, I remember thinking, I wonder if we can get the fourth next time. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, we just never, you know, we lost a couple and um, it didn't, it didn't really happen, you know, I guess, for yeah, a number of reasons. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine the pitch had something to do with it towards the end of the season. It's always, always like playing in a swamp at some point, isn't it? Yes. And it, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, yeah. And then it got very hard at the end of season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, but that was the same all over the country. Yeah. yeah. So, again, you, you kind of mentioned this, but what... Why did you leave Sutton? So um, it was to do a study? Yes, I got a chance uh, to do a doctorate in America. So mm-hmm. I was I was actually 28 when I left, which I thought was, okay, these are my best footballing years. And it was a tough decision. It was a tough decision, but it was always something I wanted to do. So, so I, yes, I went to, yeah, New Orleans, for yeah. about for three years, yeah. yeah. And you, you played out there as well, though? Yes, uh, reasonably so low level as such, but uh, yeah. I you still got played. Forward. You got most to get forward, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was top scorer for one season, I remember. <laughs> and I was playing as a, some kind of a you know, centre-back and a sweeper type player, but I was still top scorer, so. Excellent. Excellent. It suited my ego at the time. Yeah. Um, and again, we've kind of covered a little bit of this, but how did Sutton, or does Sutton, compare to other clubs that you played for, positive, negative? So, obviously, yeah. um, not, again, looking for names, but um, we kind yeah. of covered some of, some of those questions. Um, but is there anything other, any other reasons how, or things you can think of how Sutton compares, apart from money, uh, obviously? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the financial thing it was... was we joked about it in the dressing room, mm-hmm. you know, but even if you joke about something that you know that you're aware of it, you know, like yeah. it's there. But we, you know, we realized that, the, as I said before, a cliche maybe, but, you know, we were rich in other ways, you know, like in lots, yeah. you know, so that was okay. That was okay. Um, as I said, um, I played for Hendon, I played for Emma Boreham Wood. Um, never quite had the same feeling of a togetherness, um, mm-hmm. which which is this you know kind of nebulous thing you know that the manager a coach kind of you know works at or kind of hopes for. Uh, it was certainly there at Sutton, and maybe it was just uh, time of our lives, you know, uh, like it, you know, yeah. It was just right for us then, and it was a good mix. It was a good blend, and it, you know, it just happened. I'm sure that there was something that uh, Barry and Wally 
you know, kind of sprinkle some magic dust on it. That that yeah, you know, that they weren't alchemists either, because it's uh, yeah, it's a good squad. You know, yeah. with good footballers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that's you know not to be perhaps underestimated as well. Yeah. And the sort of after you've left, obviously it's a lot easier nowadays with, with the, um, all the technology that we can keep up with each other. But after leaving, um, did the club kind of stay in touch or? Um, not particularly. Uh, yeah, it's a lot easier now, of course, with kind of social mm-hmm. media and. Uh, yeah, because some of us did. Uh, um, I remain friends with, uh, um, contactable friends with many, uh, or few. Uh, but once the reunion started, you know, even though I hadn't seen, you know, like a few for like a number of, once we knew that the reunion was going to start, and, you know, I think Rangey was instrumental in that because he was the one that sent out the messages and texts and stuff. There was just no doubt that there wasn't a, you know, a, sorry, I'm doing something else. Yeah. There was, uh, you know, so that that sense of, you know, like allegiance mm-hmm. you know, was evidently kind of still there. So, so it was, it was straight down there. Yeah. Wonderful. And do you, well, kind of do you know this, uh, do you keep up with the team and did you ever think I do play league football? I do like I, you know, I always did, you know, something that my dad and I did. Actually, you know, like it was always, uh, yeah, it was always the results I looked for. Yeah, you know, usually after the Everton results because I'm a lifelong <laughs> Evertonian. But it, you know, it was always looking at, you know, how they're doing, what they're doing, and then in the last uh, a couple of years, I mean, really looking at, uh, uh, and then you know, so Mickey Joyce has been obviously involved, and he's been very active in just you know, making sure that everybody's involved. And this is, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know really as a result of him that you know we're having this chat this morning, yeah. and, you know, that sort of stuff. But yeah, and it was really nice to go down uh, because I went down for the last yeah the last kind of home game of last year, um, and I actually saw them in the first match of last year when they were away at um, first green. Um, Cardiff in the uh, oh, Cardiff, yeah, the league one, yeah. And you know, like I've got some links there, so like it was nice that you know I took my wife and we were in the hospitality and you know yeah. met you know, Bruce Elliott again and you know, Dave Fairbrother and all, you know. So then I saw you away at Leighton Orient because it was my birthday and mm. you know, one of my daughters lives in London, so I stayed in Hackney with her. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so I've seen you lose a couple of times. No, yeah, thank, I've thank actually that. seen you lose three times. <laughs> so I've decided I'm not sure, like if, like if it's a I bad omen for me to come. But yeah, I, I wasn't putting nice it up in my head. Don't worry, I was, I was like, yeah, hang on, I know. That. I know. Um, well, I was speaking to um, Steve Rogers and um, yeah. actually, I know this is going to go out months later, but he was saying that um, he's loving it at the moment because his his granddaughter is old enough to be at school and all the kids are talking about starting United and she's like, hang on, you play for him and he's like, I, I feel like a superhero at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll hopefully have that in a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, you will. Yeah. Get out those pictures, get them colourised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, seeing us in the EFL, did, did you ever think that Sutton would, would reach the Football League or... Like us, did you think we were always going to be non-league? Uh, probably the latter. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I've been around football long enough to know that some very unexpected things happen. You know, you just see, you know, like another one of my old clubs at the moment, Wrexham. You would never have dreamed what's going on there at the moment. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, the, you know, there's always a, there was a, you know, like a forlorn, oh, I wonder, you know, there's a maybe, I wonder if it could. And, uh, yeah, Mike Ray's obviously done an absolutely wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he built on firm foundations, I think, probably. Yeah. But, but it's done a, you know, like a great job there, do you think? Of course, we know it's always 11 against 11. Exactly. That's, that's what it really is. And uh, yeah. you get a good run and the confidence and the self-esteem come back into it. And, and then there's another 11 against 11 competition and you win that one and you go from there. It goes on and on, yeah. I mean, last season we were asked an awful lot, is it, is it a dream come true for Sutton fans? And it was, no, because no one ever even thought it was possible to dream about it. Yeah, so yeah. We, we've got no yeah, idea yeah. what's going on, to be quite honest with you. Mm. Um, and this is a question someone suggested to me, and I absolutely love this question. So, Prime Robin Jones, what skills and qualities would you bring to the current Sutton side? <laughs> Skills, I'm not so sure. Um, I mean, one thing I thought I did bring, uh, I was, uh, I played most of my football like ahead of Sutton up in the Northern Premier League, and so I had no fear to go to places like Runcorn, and Halifax, Altrincham, you know, difficult. Uh, in places to go and get a result. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I had no, you know, no fear, no hang-ups about, you know, rolling up the, you know, middle of February, you know, when it's rain, you know, when the rain goes upwards rather than downwards, <laughs> you know. And I think, I, you know, I may have brought kind of some of that, that, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, it's not to really undervalue what was already there, of course, but, uh, you know, really, I was no respecter. I respected individuals, but not reputations. Yeah, very good. And, <laughs> and uh, as I said, you know, perhaps I brought kind of some of that into the into the you know, the genteel to leafy lanes. <laughs> um, and again, we've, we've mentioned a, a couple of bits of this, but what was your life after football? So you, you obviously were playing while you got your doctorate. But yes, when you I came back hung up then. The well, well, I finally hung them up first mm-hmm. time at Boreham Wood, mm-hmm. uh, and then I I started to um, uh, coach at Harrow, and uh, I was there for about a couple of years, and I sort of re-signed myself as a squad player, so I. <laughs> I unretired myself, which, uh, but that was another story. After that, I coached at um, Queen's Park Rangers. So I was, oh. I was there in the 15s for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, whilst I was also like a lecturer then, yes, at Brunel University. <coughs> Excuse me. So then uh, um, I took a job at the University of Otago, which is on the South Island of New Zealand. And I also got a job with, uh, with, um, soccer New Zealand at the time which was looking after one of their confederations it was split into seven federations of the country so I was a director of the football for Federation 7 so I did that for about a couple of years 
and then we decided that we wanted to return. So um, I came back, worked at uh, um, Bath University for a while, mm-hmm. and then I came here to Cardiff Met, and then started working with the football side here. Okay, with kind of somebody else. Now we were at the lowest levels, no linesmen. Uh, you you can't imagine what the football. It was awful. But we worked our way up, and yeah, yeah. And eight years later, we ended up um, in the Europa League. Yes, yeah, so through the Welsh League structure, but we got to Europe. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, yeah, with students. Yeah, yeah, because that was always an ambition of mine—not just to spend money, which may have come from certain aspects, but work with players, mm-hmm. work with them. Uh, yeah, we did that, and we got into Europe. You know, lost, you know, like in the first game as such, but we got in Europe. And then I left uh, coaching, uh, which was about three and a half years ago. And I'm, uh, yeah, at the moment I still work at the university, like I'm a prof at the university. And uh, and I'll be 62 soon, mate. So (laughs) it's it's okay. What do I want to do with (laughs) with the healthy years that are left? Well, there you go. That's the next question. <laughs> yeah. What's what's outside of babysitting? What, what's what's the next few years? Uh, I just want to hasten to add, like everyone that's watching it. Yeah, it's my grandson that we're talking about now. I don't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Yeah, you can uh, wander in. <laughs> my God. Uh, yeah, that would hasten my demise. I think. Um, <laughs> I I'd like to come and watch Sutton, but as I said, you know, like even though you know I've been a bit of a wanderer as such, and as you know, I've worked for uh, you know lots of different clubs. I uh, you know I I still regard Sutton like as my club. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll definitely watch the Newport game. Yeah, uh, and and see you know like others and. Uh, and if Mickey Joyce is just going to sort me out with a couple of hospitality tickets, so, you know, I'll come down to South West London, of course. But you know how excited he is. Okay, well, we have hospitality, though. <laughs> of course we do. Yeah, oh, well, that is absolutely wonderful. Um, thank you very much, Robin. That's been a great, oh, it's a pleasure. great thank chat. You. Um, and it's lovely to hear from you. And um, good luck with everything in the future. Um, and enjoy the, 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 the uh, granddad cuddles. I will. I do. As well. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Sports Social Podcast Network.